welcome to JoJo's World. Hi, hi, hi. It's us, the JoJo people. That's us. I'm one of your co-hosts, Liam S. Smith. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. Today we watched episode 25 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's the 16th episode of Battle Tendency, The Birth of a Super Being. It covers chapters 109 through 111 of the manga. 109 to 111. Okay, that seems normal. That mm. seems like standard fare. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two chapters. No, We've... that's small. Three chapters. 109, 110, 111. Damn it! I was so close. So you do a lot of maths, don't you? I do do a lot of maths. <laughs> Ooh, the future is looking grim. Anyway, uh, we've entered the end game. <laughs> the end game of JoJo's. Cars has become the ultimate being. Yeah, look... Yeah, I don't know how ultimate he actually is at this point. But Pretty okay. ultimate, I've got his stat sheet here. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> With that giant one shot. Yeah, we'll get to that in due course. Oh boy. So what happens? Well, we kick off with a brief recap of what happened last time. Uh, the UV amplifiers light hitting the redstone, activating cars, becoming one with the universe. I just, I only have like this mental like song in my head right now. You know that song in The Simpsons where Homer goes into the land of chocolate? Yep. It's like, dun, 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 dun. It's just that, but it's like... Anyway. That was the Game of Thrones theme you were doing. No, it wasn't. It was. Okay. You were doing... Dun, 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 What? That's not... Dun, 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 dun. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> wow. I, I know the song you mean, though. Yeah. So that song, but just with that recap going... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and Cars becomes the ultimate being. Dun, 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 dun. And then uh, things continue and this, we, he stands up in that sort of vampire way where they just sort of raise up on their heels. The vampire way. Yeah, you know the one where like their whole body is limp and they just come upwards. Yeah. And that also removes him from the spikes he was impaled on. Ooh, convenient. Yeah. Yeah. And the remnants of the mask fall away from him. They sort of become cracked and the red sort of age just falls like the rest of it as well. Yeah. It was so valuable for a time. But now its use it's has worthless been... worthless to him. Yeah, it's it's nothing now. It's just a red stone. Of Aja. Shit. The OP happens. Sound effects. Yeah, this, this was weird. The last time that we see it. Yeah, this was a weird thing. I really like that one moment where um the, the metal clackers bang together with a really satisfying sort of clang noise. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Okay, I understand why the sounds are there, right? I get that. But why leave it until this episode? It's just a fun thing they do the last time the OP plays. But, like, there's all this dead space between all the sounds, and they couldn't have put the sounds in, The music is still playing. Yeah, the music's still playing, but it's way quieter, and it's just, like... It's it's weird, man. It's weird. But, more importantly than the sound effects... The uh, show happens! No! You have now identified all but one of the pieces of symbolism in the OP. <gasps> I have. This episode explained to us the shot where the red stone crosses in front of the stone mask and then we see a shadowy pillar man, cars we know it to be now, yep. standing, glorious. <laughs> in glorious. What something a lot of people, doesn't really occur to a lot of people when they see it because it just seems so natural, hmm. in the sunlight. Yeah. He is embroiled in radiation, yep. shall we yep. say. All right. Sure. Look, I'm trying to make it an epic feast. He is... I feel like you're very nearly using all the right words in these sentences. He is cast in the brine of sunlight. <laughs> Literally dripping the fat juices of his new form. He doesn't have a lot of body fat, let's be honest. Yeah, no. He is the king of swole. 
So, there's one more thing to happen. But I don't know what it as is you, well, As you correctly guessed when we were watching it, it's the shot of space that it ends with. Mm. Or the night sky. Now see, if in this episode, Jojo actually went into space, which I briefly thought would happen. I mean, it didn't. But I briefly thought, what if he goes into space? What if that's where he's going with this, like, train of thought? Then we'd all know. We'd yeah. know what it is. We yeah. wouldn't have to wait till the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't need the last episode. It would be obsolete. Yeah, we wouldn't need a reason for this OP's existence anymore. Really, we want our shows to get more efficient and have less episodes. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time, Jojo, okay? I don't need this anthology in my face. As you said before, the episode happens. So the episode happens, and then that's it. That's the end of the... Everyone's freaking out. Uh, all the German soldiers are like, oh no. And Stroheim's like, you're the fatherland's cream of the crop, and you will stand your ground no matter what. And then Kars, like moves his head or something, and Stroheim immediately also freaks out. He has oh, become gosh. the Ubermensch. Can it be? Mm. I thought no creature could obtain perfection, but now... He's obtained perfection. So Kars is just standing there. He's not really doing it. He's looking at the hammer, which is still boiling away at his arm. It, he's still got the hole as well. Mm. Like, it's just there. And, like, molten, moltenness is dripping out of it. <laughs> molten hamon. Yeah. So, for a minute, Stroheim thinks this looks good. Like, it's still hurting him. Maybe he'll just burn up and die. And, you know, even the fact that he's put on the red stone won't make a difference in the end. Incorrect. Bring out the UV amplifier to finish him off. That never goes anywhere. They don't. Yeah, they don't pull that off. Yep. So Because Cars is a little bit preoccupied right now. Yeah, he's sort of looking at these owls. Yeah, he looks and away and the camera just pans to these two owls on this tree nearby. It's just like, what is he doing? Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? The camera pans down slightly and there's a squirrel there collecting some nuts. How adorable. Ah, The perfect weapon. <laughs> so Cars' hand sort of moulds in this weird gluey green gel. goop. Yeah, and it turns into... The squirrel. The squirrel runs up his arm and starts nuzzling his cheek for a bit. And then... And everyone is like, what is going on? <laughs> like, including us. It's like, a, what, what is happening here? Why, why does he have a squirrel on his hand? Squirrel jumps off and then goes to the other squirrel. And they uh, be squirrely together. Yeah. Literal love hearts jump off the other squirrel as it runs yeah. towards Kaz's squirrel. And everyone's like, what? No, that squirrel is dangerous. <laughs> Gets his hands on the redstone. First thing he does is make a squirrel. And then Jojo is like, hey, squirrel, get away from that thing. You don't know the guy it's made of. Okay, just want to point out to the listeners, I am face palming. Everyone cuts away for a second, and then we cut back. And Kaz's squirrel has, like, ravenous mandibles and is eating the other squirrel. <laughs> and they're like, <gasps> what? But it was so adorable. And then it rushes at Stroheim and burrows through his mechanical gut, bursts out the other side and starts eating some of the other soldiers, including the one guy with the cool goggles. <laughs> The one guy with the cool goggles. Yeah, he was talking to Stroheim before. <laughs> oh, just a oh, background wait, character. Was, this was this. Uh, the sun hasn't made. No, it not yet. yet. Hasn't. Okay. The squirrel returns to Gaz. Yep. And then turns into a flower. Yep. And then a butterfly. Uh huh. And then his hand, no longer injured by the ripple. Ooh. And sick dubstep is playing this whole time. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Like. It's kind of in between dubstep and not choir, but like rad guitar solos. Just that one shot of the squirrel like spinning around and boring through Stroheim is just so surreal. What did I say to you if like the person who was watching this saw this is the first episode? Just, you know, just turn off the TV. <laughs> just be like, yeah, look. I've seen enough. I know Japan and even this is a stretch. <laughs> So, Speedwagon spends a lot of this episode just kind of having a meltdown. In fucking awe. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh no, he's got mastery over all organic life. 
What are we going to do? He's invincible. He's immortal. He's invincible. He's impervious to sunlight. The sun comes up and we, we pan to what looks to be like a couple hundred vampires just there screaming and dissolving. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, they were there. Yeah, I guess they were just standing there waiting for this, hey, hey, Nazis and Speedwagon guys, weren't we having a fight or something? <laughs> Pay attention to us again. It really does bring home the scale of the vampiric onslaught. The fact that there are that many vampires. Still left. Still left. Even after Von Stroheim was like, I'm having the time <laughs> of my life. Like, this is great. I just get to shoot UV lights at dudes. With my sick cyborg bod. Ah, it's a good time all around, you know? And everyone's like, oh, the sun killed all the vampires. Yay, maybe it'll kill cars too now. No. No. Incorrect. He's just standing there. He's holding his loincloth out at an angle and is just basking in the sunlight. I was really dismayed when I realised that he's actually wearing things under the loincloth. Hmm. Well, that's, I guess, good. Is it? And then... Some other conversation happens in this scene and he's just standing there with his tongue like licking his cheek and just not really acknowledging anyone. He's looking very satisfied with himself. Mm, yes. Basking in the radiance. And this sort of ominous, almost Dark Souls-y aria music is playing. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of the music that plays if you've played Dark Souls where uh, you go into Quellarg's lair. Oh, which one was Quellarg? Uh, giant spider woman. Oh, with, with the breastuses. Sure. Yeah. Alright, sh- okay, if that's what you need. Literally, the... Okay, so... You know Jay? Yep, our friend Jay. He literally was like, Nick, have you gotten up to the breastuses yet? I was like, what? What are you talking What the breastuses? He's like, you'll get up to the breastuses, don't worry. And then that happened where you walk into Quilag's lair. And I was like, breastuses. <sighs> this is <Kay>. dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, of course it's dumb. <laughs> but yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I can I can see how you would uh, equate Quilag, oh spider lady, to the ultimate being. You know. I wasn't. I was just talking about the music. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the music of the ultimate being. No. Oh, okay. All it's right. not really not what I'm going for. All right, fine. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's working on his tan because he's done everything else now, so <laughs> that's all he needs to do. He's just there being like, man, this is some cool sunlight. Yeah. This is great. Car starts laughing and he's like, Alpha and Omega both. I am the pinnacle of all life that has ever trod the earth. All of their forms are mine to take. And you, my old nemesis. Talking about the sun. Uh-huh, yep. I see how entrancing you are. Yours is a beauty the likes of which I have never seen. I once feared you, but now I fear you no more. Mwahahaha. Does he say mwahahaha? He doesn't laugh, but it starts with a sort of a mwah. Ugh. He sort of like goes for the evil genius thing, but realises he's not that much of yeah. an evil genius. Speedwagon continues to freak out. He's invincible. He has no weaknesses now. He shrugs off Hamon in the sun. He's one and he knows it. You can see it in his eyes. Cars the Pillar Man is no more. He's become Cars the Ultimate Creation. Uh, sorry. I believe in the, uh, in the sub, sir, <laughs> it is dubbed the ultimate thing. The ultimate thing. The last thing that was ever made. <laughs> it seems very odd to me that they went with the ultimate thing instead of the ultimate creation. Yeah. Or the ultimate life form is how I've often heard it, too. Yeah, the ultimate life form sounds better, too. The ultimate thing just sort of sounds like a blob. Yeah. It's the ultimate thing. Like, yeah. So, everyone's freaking out, and Jojo's like, No, I've got a plan. <laughs> Did I hear you right, Jojo? You have a plan? Yes, one last all-or-nothing gambit. All-or-nothing gambit, you say? Yeah, it's my final move. What does it involve? Jojo, when you say final move, you're not referring to that final move, are you? Listen up, this is something you're all gonna have to do for yourselves. Just tell me what it is, and I'll follow your lead, Jojo. He chuckles a bit, mm-hmm. grabs the redstone, just says, Run for your lives, and legs it. <laughs> Classic Jojo. Cars lets out this sick screech. He's like, ah, ah, ah. 
Okay, can you try that again? Nope. Okay, alright. One take Liam, that's what they call me. <laughs> I think we got it, guys. You're like Robin Plant, but for podcasts. Yep. I don't know who that is. Singer for Led Zeppelin. Okay. Sick reference game. <laughs> a big sort of talon thing grows out of his wrist, mm-hmm. and feathers come out of all of his body and form wings, and he gets like big feathers on his head as well. This is where I was like, uh, okay, where is this going? Well, Jojo's running, so he's evolved himself wings to chase after him. It makes perfect sense. Because he doesn't care about Ripple users anymore, because they can't hurt him. Mm. But Jojo killed Whammo and ACDC, and they deserve to be avenged. And really, the only way to do it is by murdering Jojo, not moving on with your life. I shall celebrate my rebirth with the utter eradication of Joseph Joestar. That seems like a bit of a stupid manoeuvre, because every time Joseph has gone up against one of you guys... One of them's died. One of them is dead. There are... There's one left. His name's Kaz. Yeah, but... I mean, he could just go somewhere else and just get on with his life, you know? His ultimate life. Well, he wants to, like, rule the world or whatever now, I presume. Yeah, you know how you do that? Just move on. Just... That kind of makes sense to me to kill the only person with a chance of stopping you. Actually, yeah, because if you leave him, he could grow stronger. Yeah. How strong? Hard to say. Yeah, yeah. It'll be tricky. So Joseph's running away, and Smokey is also running with him for some reason. (laughs) I just love that it's like, we run, okay! Just like in the first episode, escaping a foe they have no chance of beating. Hey. Second episode, whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah, sick parallels. Yeah. Smokey is saying some stuff, and Joseph's like, how am I going to think of something with you carrying on? We've still got our dignity, Smokey. And then he leaps off, they slide down this cliff, and he leaps off it to, to do that. And he goes, ha! And he goes, ah! In the dark. <laughs> so he's just like, I still have my dignity. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good joke. <laughs> yeah, nice. Good work, Japanese. Um, why are you running with me anyway? Maybe you haven't noticed this, Smokey, but I'm the one who's got cars really bent out of shape, you know. You and I are good friends, so I'll take it really badly if you die because of me today. Translation, Smokey, fuck off. I got this. This is kind of above your pay grade, Smokey. Look, you're just a kid that I found on the street. You couldn't even help me with straight, so. I got this, okay? I'm good. I'm ready. So Smokey keeps running and starts telling Jojo about Lisa Lisa, but then Cars starts flapping in the background and Joseph cuts him off. I don't have time for this shit. Yeah, that was fast. Quit flapping, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Back with uh, Speedwagon, he's still panicking and he, he exclaims that Cars is an unstoppable force of nature and then we see his stat sheet. Okay, this may be one of the greatest things that I've seen so far. So it's basically the panel from the manga. It's Cars... Resplendent with his wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are various animals around the scene. Like, there's a monkey, there's a squirrel, I assume. Yeah, yep. I think there was an armadillo. Pres- possibly. Possibly. Yep. Possibly. And there's just stats everywhere on this screen. Uh, so many arrows. They're all in Japanese in the video we watched, so I've written down their translations. Okay, go for it. Uh, the first thing is, uh, a human fetus in the womb passes through 900 million years of evolution in only 10 months. This is because this history is stored in its DNA. Similarly, Kaz's cells share this genetic memory and can re- reconstruct themselves into any form of life. Now, this is a reference to the largely discredited um, biological theory known as recapitulation theory. Okay. Which basically states that. Gotcha. Stats. Skeleton. Can reconstruct itself on a cel- cellular level to transform into shapes of other life forms. Okay. Cool. Hearing. Can hear any everything from bat's echolocation to whale song. Okay. Mind. IQ 400. IQ 400? Yep. Okay. He's done the test. Hold on a minute here. (laughs) IQ 400? Mm -hmm. That means that he's so smart, 
anything that Jojo comes up with, he would immediately be like, I know how to beat this. You'd think so, but Jojo is tricky. Jojo's 401. <laughs> well, I get, it makes sense because, like, remember they learnt language in basically an instant. Yeah, okay, but that's not IQ 400. That's just, ah, uh, yeah, language. We had that before. I get what this is. They heard, like, a few sentences of English or Japanese, as the case may be, and, and then, then mastered. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, alright. <laughs> Horn can sense heat and air pressure. I'm sorry, that's that's it. Just can sense heat and air pressure. Yeah. Okay, so we had mind, IQ 400. Horn can sense air pressure. Alright, maybe that one's a bit underwhelming. Yeah, so Vision, comparable to an astronomical telescope. Can sense air pressure, astronomical telescope. Okay, there is some serious divergences here. But it doesn't here. tell you how much air pressure it can sense. Ooh. Infinite air pressure. Grip, 900 kilograms per centimetre squared. Hang on, wait. 900... What was Santana's grip? I can't remember. What Not was... that much. Yeah, no problem. Wait, we had straight so that was like 150. I can't remember. Hmm. Jump power, 18 metres. Yeah, but he has wings. But he can jump 18 <laughs> whole metres. God damn it. <laughs> okay, yep. That seems really underwhelming compared to the last ones, I think. Yeah, it's an astronomical tell... Although, horn is pretty underwhelming. Uh, horn works on me. Okay, alright. Muscle. Can heal any wound in a short time. Thus can also transform almost immediately. Sick. Yep. Favourite food. Humans who have become vampires can survive what? up to a year without eating or drinking. What? Hang on. Favourite food? Yep. That's not favourite food. <laughs> yeah, it is. Humans that become vampires can do things. No, humans that have, have become vampires are his favourite food. He oh. can survive up to a year without eating or drinking. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Sleep. Unnecessary. <laughs> Really? Yep. Is that so? Doesn't need to sleep. Sex. Useless. <laughs> Lesser life forms have large broods. This is because the chance of death is high. As the ultimate being, he needs no brothers nor sons. Only one can stand at the peak. <laughs> it's the details that get yep. you. Objective. Other forms of life seek to propagate their genes. However, his goal is to reshape the world as he desires. Oh. And now you know about ultimate life form cars. <laughs> oh my God, it's oh, amazing. It's so stupid. It's like it's so the dumb. ultimate and ludicrously ridiculous stat thing. There's like one number in all of that. Can he use fighting ribs? That is true. Is he a fighting genius? Does he know foul flesh, aka meat invade? <laughs> Can he do the things that would make him the ultimate being? Mm. Mm. How how hot does his blood get? Yeah, true. They never went over that. No. Yeah. And the narrator also exposits that he does not grow old, will never succumb to death in any form, mm -hmm. has the abilities of all other life forms at its disposal and outperforms them. And finally, its predominant form is the standard by which physical perfection is judged. So, at any point in time, physical perfection is what he is? I guess so. so I think it's just saying he's really hot. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, yeah, I buy that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. So Jojo runs and jumps off a cliff and Kaz is like, that won't save you. And then, as Kaz speeds up and approaches the flip cliff, Jojo flies upwards in a seaplane. A German seaplane. Yeah. You're not the only one with wings, I'm coming for you. So, few problems that I have with this. Mm -hmm. Number one, that was fast, wasn't it? <laughs> to both start up and fly off in a seaplane. Mm -hmm. Two, what? <laughs> he can just fly a plane? I guess he's been in a plane crash before, maybe he wanted to learn how to do it. After that. Okay. This is honestly one of those things that if you think about, you're really not going to get any satisfying answers from. Or it becomes more satisfying the longer you think about it. Where you're just like, so he was in a plane The before. Nazis left the engine running. 
Yeah, he, he, they were just flying around and they just circle found the him. block. Yeah. Jojo jumps in and is like, "Get out of here!" Genius. Half time happens. Um, we had some technical problems today, so we watched a lot of anime ads as the page kept reloading. I think we've got a good view of what's on this season, and yep. none of it looks enticing. There was Mob Psycho 100. That's meant to be all right. Yeah, yeah, but will I watch it? By, no, I won't. Yeah, neither will I. It's so. By the guy who wrote One Punch Man. And the animation is terrible, which is why all the fight scenes look incredible. You might have to elaborate on that for the listener. It's done in the same style as One Punch Man in the webcomics, which is kind of like a really shitty, it's obviously so hand-drawn that it hurts style. (laughs) The problem being that in One Punch Man for the anime, they went all out on the animation. They got that Murata guy who had been redrawing it to Yeah, so basically they got the best animator ever and were like, you, draw this. And he was like, can do. Mob Psycho 100 is just drawn in the really, really shitty One Punch Man webcomic style. So... Everything around that is animated violently well, but all the characters are still really shitty looking. Alright. You know the bits in One Punch Man that kind of look pretty terrible? Like when uh, he's near like the ultimate being and he's just there like, okay. Oh, Cars was in that show. Ah. <laughs> yeah, when Cars just shows up and he's all like, ah, and he's just there like, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, it, everything just looks like that. So when the fight scenes happen... It's the same level as, like, One Punch Man action. It's just animated really well with the shitty characters. Right. So it's all really good, apparently. But probably still won't watch it. (laughs) That brings us to the end of our halftime segment. (laughs) Some flying happens. Jojo swoops back down over Speedwagon and Co. Cars tries to do anything, but Jojo just flies away. Yeah, he's really good at flying a plane, apparently. His dad was a World War I flying ace. He was! Not that he knew that. Maybe this explains how he can fly a plane. Genetic memory. My god, it's in the Jojo bloodline. Jojo gets a good angle on Cars and starts trying to fire on him with the machine gun on the front of the plane. He does not succeed. Cars turns some of his feathers into chitin or armadillo shells or something like that. Uh-huh. Which, uh, you hated this. This is... Okay, I enjoyed half of it and then the other half I was like, what? I love all of it so okay. much. Yep. The shells, which he shoots back at Jojo and blocks all the bullets in the process, are covered in a special bullet-deflecting oil. Doesn't make sense. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. Like, the armadillo shells, I'm okay with. I can get on board with that. The oil... You really just hate every time oil yeah, comes up. Yeah, every time in this oil show. comes up, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, we had oil from nowhere when. We know. Oh, we talked about it for like the last month. <laughs> yep, yep, it's fine. It's all good. It's all fine. So, a heap of these. They refer to them as feathers. Let's go with feathers. Okay. Smash through the cockpit and lodge in the side of the sh- plane. That will be relevant later. Mm. Jojo's like, shooting these feathers at me is dirty pull. Dirty pull? That's an expression. Oh. Uh, in the Adams Family movie, Gomez says it a lot. <laughs> so this is how you know. You're just like, oh, yeah, yep. I know that. Oh, there you go. Jojo realises that he's nosediving towards the sea and pulls up and is like, well, better fly out of here. So this is basically where everyone realises, oh, Jojo's just trying to escape. Yeah. Like, he's just trying to get away from, el- like, all of us as fast as possible. Speedwagon is like, fly, boy, and don't look back. That's all we humans can do now. Just try to save our skins. He does. He's reached 240 kilometers an hour. He's pretty sure that cars can't keep up with that, so he's going to buy himself some time. But he's only got two hours of fuel left. What will he do Well, in two hours? <laughs> hmm. It's not like he's ever thought up a plan in like two seconds. Meanwhile, cars is pursuing him and is like, you'll never touch the ground again. I'll kill you, boy. How wrong he was. The episode sort of slows down for a bit here as um, Speedwagon and Jojo start talking over the radio. Now this bit... 
Mm-hmm. We see Jojo wearing this hat and, like, the headphones. Yeah. I want to know where he got the hat from. It'd be in the plane. But, like... Attached to the headphones, I presume. Attached to the headphones? Yeah, so you can wear them. But the headphones would just have a thing, like a strap. I don't know, this was pretty early, so perhaps not. Okay, alright. I'll believe you for now. Interestingly, um, basically whenever Joseph is drawn these days, because Eric is outside of the so much, he's drawn with that, that hat on. Oh. Or at least a similar one. Interesting. Not the um, other hat that he wore. No, not the sort of Stetson-y thing he wore back in hmm. Italy. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess one of his sort of defining moments does involve him flying a plane, so... Yeah, the hat... Look, okay, I understand why they would pick that. Because it's, like, the defining moment. But why wouldn't you pick the other hat that he's been wearing for ages? He only wore it very briefly. Okay, relatively, he's been wearing it for ages. No, he basically only wore it in that scene where he spoke... We flirted with Susie Q in the car. Okay, but it was a hat. True. This is headphones and a hat. It seems less memorable to me... That you would have headphones. It's more sort of hand. evocative of the era, though, I think. Okay. It's not important. Yeah. Let's All right. Move on. <laughs> uh, where are we? Speedwagon's like, hey, we're going to provide you logistical support. Tell us where you are. Do you have a map there? And Jerry's like, I do have a map here. And then he has an epiphany. Ah, what's this? There's a volcano on this map. So dumb. It's great. I mean, it's a great idea, but at the same time, so If dumb. there's anything Lord of the Rings taught us, it's when you need to destroy an ancient evil, you go to a volcano. <laughs> That is true. What if JoJo's is actually just a modern retelling of Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yeah, that seems accurate. Yeah. You've got your small You've got your Bilbo, that's Jonathan. And then yep. your Frodo, that's Jojo. Uh-huh. And then... The in-between. Then they go to the Greyhavens. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your Boromir, that speedwagon. Yep. Except he hasn't died yet. Yeah. he will. Everyone dies, Nick. Oh, God. So he realises there's a volcano nearby. Yep. Magma! The hottest sub... Oh, I'll do the whole speech. Okay. You know, I'm going to back up a little bit further because there's a really sweet moment where um, Speedwagon is like, I forbid you to get yourself killed. Do you hear me? Because he loves Jojo like a son. He does. Yeah, and he's basically seeing his world crumble around him in this episode. <laughs> Here's this moment a little later where he's like, oh no, Lord Joestar died, Jonathan died, George died, now Jojo's going to die too, everything sucks. I mean, there's no refuting that if Jojo died, the world would suck. Yeah. Because that means Cars won. Mm-hmm. Which, uh... Mm. Or at best, it was a tie. Yeah. And then they both fell into the mountain. Awkward. R.I.P. The end. Not to be continued. Season two. <laughs> so yes, um, Jojo is like, just listen for a second. I know Kaz is the most powerful creature on Earth at the moment, but he was born here. Thousands of years ago, this planet gave him life, and if we're lucky, it'll take that life right back. So by plunging him into a volcano, he might turn into a tree again. Magma, the hottest substance on Earth. I'll drive him right into the lava at Isola di Volgana, and even he can't survive that. And Speedwagon's like, You've risked your neck for humanity more than enough, boy. Let me and the Germans do the heavy lifting for once. Nah. Nazi collaborator Robert E.O. Speedwagon. (laughs) Now, just like to remind everyone, he can't die because he has such a healing factor, right? Cars? Yeah. So this is going to be... unclear. Yeah, this is going to be the test of, yeah. is he Wolverine levels of broken? I mean, theoretically, if you burnt him all up, then, you know... Like Cell yeah, Dragon Ball Z. If you burnt him all up completely, then there'd be nothing left to come back. Or will we end up with a Cell situation where uh, you get burned up, but there's one single Cell left? A classic Cell situation. <laughs> a classic Cell situation. I mean, really, it's not exactly the same, so it's more of a soft Cell situation. I don't know. It's a bit of a hard sell. Okay, I think we've reached peak pun. But um, Tish, mother truckers. We got there. 
Tainted love. Jojo's like, well, too late for you guys. I've already arrived at the volcano. That was quick. Yeah, he had two hours to do it in. He did it in like a minute. Yeah. Carpe diem, as they say. Speedwagon has his meltdown about the Joestar family. And is like, I need to tell you, it's before it's too late. Lisa, Lisa's your mother. Don't die. Survive for her. And then Joseph doesn't hear because the radio is breaking up again. <gasps> Why is it breaking up though? It was working so well up until now. Piranhas! Of course! <laughs> a piranha leaps from out of frame into Jojo's shoulder and starts chewing on him. He smashes it against the seat. And then he's like, what? How the hell are these piranhas yeah. in here? And the daddy goes, piranhas, huh? That's logical. To be fair though, it is. <laughs> the feathers that cars jammed into the plane earlier have turned into piranhas and they're eating all the systems and Jojo's parachute. And also the octopus has uh, restricted one of the plane's engines and blown it up. Now, the octopus, what the fuck? The piranhas made some sense. Did they though? Some sense. Presumably just a cluster of feathers that could turn into an octopus. Yeah, but no. Why not? Okay, so from all these things, they're all separate entities, right? But they're all still part of cars. Oh, true. And he is the ultimate life form. Yeah. Like how the squirrel returned to him but and became was, his hand again. Yeah, but that was a big-ass tentacle. Yep. Like, that was bigger than cars. He's very ultimate. <laughs> He's very ultimate. Shrapnel basically explodes in Jojo's face and the plane goes down. Starts going down. Yeah. And now Jojo apparently jumps out in his parachute and Cars is like, what a moron. You think that parachute is your salvation, but all it does is seal your fate. You're just a butterfly caught in the spider's web. Now, Jojo, time to split you asunder. And then... What? It's just a dummy. Oh no. Just like cars. Also just a dummy. <laughs> because even though we saw the plane fly past and the parachuting dummy come out of it. The plane has somehow The plane around. is above the parachute and Jojo is screaming right towards cars in it. Incredible storytelling. This is an amazing shot though. Jojo is just like gripping the wheel, blood coming down his face, just locking eyes with cars from inside and outside the plane. So I'm gonna die with you. Yeah. And you're gonna die with me. Hey cars, I'm a Joestar. We don't go down without a fight. You and I have got a date with that volcano. Don't try to weasel out. Hundreds of miles away without radio contact, Smokey and Speedwagon cry out in anguish. <laughs> but how'd they know? Who can tell? Cars is like, you're a lunatic. Jojo's like, lunatic like a fox. <laughs> doesn't actually say that. <laughs> You're a genius. A fighting genius. But an insane <laughs> fighting genius. Am I a fighting genius or am I just an idiot? Why would I do this? <laughs> Jojo, plunging towards his inevitable death, turns his thoughts to Arena. Yes. And how he might sadden her by killing himself. But just like his grandfather apparently did on the Atlantic. So Jojo apparently had very specific knowledge of his family's history that had a lot of holes in it. How so? He knows that he knew that Jojo dies. He knew that Jonathan died on the Atlantic fighting his greatest opponent. Mm. Apparently didn't know that he was a vampire. <laughs> or that the Hamlin existed. Yep. Somehow knew that vampires existed by the time Streitzo showed up. Uh-huh. Had some Hamon abilities, but didn't really know what they were. Yep. Thought his parents died of sickness and or in the war. Yep. I mean, this is all sounding pretty Jojo so far. <laughs> yeah. It's just very bizarre. It's a bizarre set of skills. He's got a, a very bizarre set of skills. If you're a vampire, I will hunt you down. I'll punch you real good. <laughs> I'll fighting genius you. That was Wamu, Nick. Yeah, but Jojo and took he's on dead. The, yeah, but Jojo took on the brunt, didn't he? The brunt? He, you know. You the, mean the mantle? The, yeah, he became the next fighting genius. It's like Highlander. There can only be one fighting genius. Exactly, like Highlander. Thousands of years ago, Wamu killed the last fighting genius and became it. And now Jojo is. And we'll see that again and again, assuming he doesn't die in the next episode. Who can tell? Why? Why me? Kaz is like, well, 
this is fine. I can still just lose my wings and get off the front of this plane. Yeah, a bit of a flaw in the plan there, Jojo. Do you think I can't pry myself from this foul contraption before you smash it into the ground, you gibbering primate? So he starts, like... Leaving. Pulling himself off, and then... Robot hand sticks into the back of his neck, slamming him against the plane again. <laughs> but who could it be? Why, it's Von Stroheim. He was in one of the plane's pontoons all the ta- all along. What a brilliant Nazi. <laughs> Apparently they added a scene, that scene in the um, anime, for, uh, it wasn't in the manga, where he swoops low over the um, Speedwagon and co when he first gets in the plane. Yeah. To sort of justify how Stroheim managed to get into the plane. <laughs> yeah, I figured that was probably when he got on. Yeah. Just so like a moment of, oh, he's by them. Okay. I wasn't sure you could handle this battle all alone. Next time I should stow away in the cabin proper. Now when I give the word, jump out, Jojo. And Jojo's like, not in your life. Believe it or not, piranhas ate my damn parachute. <laughs> you gotta trust me here, Jojo. I love how dub Jojo is really just hung up on these piranhas not making any sense. To be fair, piranhas. Yep. Of all the animals... Piranhas. Of all the animals, in all places, at this time of day, localised entirely in that aeroplane. Yes. Can I see them? Mm, no. Jojo, the plane is crashing! <laughs> it's like, it doesn't make any sense, I'll be fine. No, mother, it's just cars attacking. <laughs> uh, good bits. Speedwagon continues to have a nervous breakdown, because uh, Jojo isn't responding on the radio. Tell me a bad joke or call me an old man. Just let me hear your voice one more time. Poor Speedwagon. I really feel for Speedwagon. Yeah, no, he's he's gonna die alone. Stroheim and Jojo jump out of the plane and there's like this sick slow-mo action thing where Stroheim basically is like Superman catching Jojo in midair. It's ridiculous. And then they land in slow motion, see Stroheim's feet hit the ground and just shatter. It's sort of like a crumple zone in a car. Yeah. Yeah. Protecting all of his, I guess, still organic bits above the waist. But nothing else. No. Literally nothing else. They are blown back by the force of their landing, but are otherwise fine. Stroheim has no legs now. <laughs> He's just a stump. He takes a lot of damage in this, uh, yeah. in this part. He's lost a hand, and now he's a stump of a man. I mean, he was cut in half before, if you remember. Yeah. So he's, yeah. he's been worse. He's been stumped before. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here oh, all day. Dear. I'm here all day. So Jojo is like, Stroheim, you're crazy. I'm crazy too. But man, you're crazy. <laughs> it's like, okay, Stroheim, I'm a little crazy. You mad. Yeah. And Stroheim's like, hey, where's cars? Did he land in the volcano? And then they turn around. And then the volcano erupts and they're fine. Yeah, they're fine for some reason. But like, it's a large explosion. Yeah. And then we see a melting cars. Yeah, he's in the magma. His skin is sloughing from his body and turning into molten goo. It's like literal muck. Now, very different line reads between the dub and the sub here. Oh. If you recall in the sub, he was like, you worms or something. Yeah. Uh, which seems to imply that what they've done is working, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But in the dub, he says, I'm still alive. Which is perhaps a bit more pessimistic about its chances of working, I think. It sort of sounds like he's dying, though. He is definitely, at least in a lot of pain. He's, yeah. in, he's in magma, he's burning up. Yeah, so Could kill him. It sort of sounds like the same thing where it's like, I'm still yeah. alive, where jo- he's desperately trying to get out. Yeah, that's fair. Jojo mm. has devised a strategy that is capable of damaging cars. Exactly. Which is enough. And that shot of cars being all melty is our to-be-continued CPR roundabout shot. End of episode. And very quick credit sequence this time. Yes, yes. Uh, so that brings us to our highlights and lowlights segment of the show. Um, what are you thinking about this episode? Okay, so highlights, without a doubt, 
Useless stats. <laughs> yeah, that's a just, pretty great moment. Oh my god. Anytime there's stats, I'm it's like, It's so thorough in a way, it just doesn't need to be as well. Because he yeah. doesn't really do any crushing or jumping or sensing things with his horns or... Sexing. I guess... True. <laughs> I guess he does use his supervision to track that plane. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He mostly just transforms into a couple of things. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like, I'm gonna make my hand a squirrel... Gonna make some piranhas. That's it. Yep. That's all I gotta do. And you're like, you know what? He's the ultimate being. It's fine. He's the most beautiful thing you can conceive of. (laughs) At any point in time, perfection is him. It's all good. Uh, I will, I think, take Speedwagon's performance in this episode. Just his constant emotional breakdown is really, really affecting to me. Mm. You actually, like, almost shed a tear. Yeah. Yeah, right? Seems reasonable. Low lights. Uh, The oil makes no sense. Let me warn you, anytime there's going to be oil in a future episode. <laughs> and not in a, yeah, he's just covered in oil, in like a, oil is used. Literally every other part of this episode, I was like, you know what, okay. Okay, it's a bit weird, bit bizarre, but I'm willing to go with it. The oil, I was like, okay, leave it at armadillo shell. The oil is completely unnecessary. <laughs> not cool in like the stats way, but like literally it's covered in oil. Why? For my low light, I guess... Once again, having a hard time choosing. Mm. Um, These are some hype episodes we've yeah, been having. Yeah, it's really good. I guess I'm going to go with the constant fake-outs of them telling Jojo that Lisa Lisa's his mother. Like, Smokey's about to do it, but then he gets interrupted, oh, yeah. and then Speedwagon does it, but then the radio happens to stop working. Then him knowing or not knowing is not appreciably going to change his situation at the moment. He could cry a bit. True. Or be filled with heroic vigour. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think either just tell him or bring it up later, because... Yeah. Constantly, basically teasing with the audience with him knowing isn't really... Satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally going to be a ma- like a matter of, yeah, okay, why'd you tell me now? I have to defeat the ultimate being. I'm a little busy. Yeah. Got a lot on my plate right now, guys. <laughs> and also my plate is transforming into like a Venus flytrap. Uh, my plate is a saw blade while also being alive. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, which brings us to the prediction segment of our show in which I ask you, Nick Ballantyne... What do you think will happen next time on the final episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Battle Tendency? Here we go. The plane is gone. There is no more plane. No more plane. Uh, Stroheim and Jojo are on the precipice of magma. Yep. Stroheim has no legs, one hand. <sighs> and Which cars... isn't to say he might not have more tricks up his sleeve. You don't know. He is a cyborg Nazi. Yeah. Jojo and Stroheim are there. Cars is in the middle of the volcano, but we still have a whole episode to go. Which would imply that he doesn't die in the volcano, but would come... Okay, maybe he makes his way out of the volcano. Turns his arm into a hookshot or something. That's a good idea. So he comes out of the volcano. He'll basically be totally fucked as far as like his physical form is But he's going to start healing. Yeah, he's the gonna... ultimate life form. Yeah, he's going to start healing. Mm-hmm. But Jojo, in his quick thinking, will have to come up with a way to like you know destroy him. And so I'm thinking that what will happen is... What resources does Jojo have on hand? Well, he has the oil. We know he has the oil. Yeah. He might have the clackers. He grabbed the red stone before he ran away. He grabbed the red stone, that is true. So he might just use the super powerful beam with Stroheim's UV things hey. to like channel the ultra high UV light into him, which would probably kill a normal human being anyway, which would be enough to kill Stroheim. I mean, cars. Um, cars. And Stroheim. <laughs> It's either going to be that... Stroheim will use all his life energy to power this laser. Yeah, so it's either going to be the Redstone of Adria and Stroheim's UV stuff, or it's going to be the oil with the magma 
so that he slips into it and then he can't escape. <laughs> I've created an oil slick around the caldera of the volcano. You can't escape, Gars. Yeah. Uh, or Stroheim will do some mad hero shit, jump onto cars. Man, and I like, love that Disney movie. <laughs> mad hero shit. Mad hero shit. He's a cool guy. Yeah, so he'll jump onto him. He'll grasp onto him and be like, now Jojo. And then Jojo will like pump oh, him Jojo into the Jojo will do the special beam cannon through cars and also killing Stroheim in the process. Well, we don't know if he'll die, die. <laughs> uh, yeah, but basically you know, he'll do some crazy stuff. the next start, Stroheim goes and sees King Kai. <laughs> while more pillar men are coming from space. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, he'll basically just like latch onto him and then force him into the lava. And then Stroheim will make sure that he can't escape. Right, okay. And then they'll both burn to death, but Jojo will be there. He's like... I did it. I'm going to go get laid. I'm going to make a new Jojo. <laughs> More than enough adventures for this Jojo. Yeah. Uh, either that or Speedwagon and Smokey will show up and just drop a bomb. Hey guys, we're also here. We also stole a plane. What if Messina shows up at the last minute and just comes in and is like... I'm here to avenge my sort of vaguely twin looking guy. I'm missing an arm, but that's enough for me to fuck you He's up. He's got a cyborg arm now. Oh god, what if he becomes the next Von Stroheim? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, but I reckon either oil and lava will somehow happen. Oil and clackers and lava, you know, classic trick Jojo. Mm-hmm. Stroheim UV and Redstone of Asia, or Stroheim latch onto him and okay. force him into lava. That is my prediction. Any thoughts on what will happen after the final battle? We'll have the moment. The moment. Not very long, but a moment of Lisa Lisa's your mother. <gasps> what? And then I'll be like, what? But I peeped on her. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh... Sorry, Mum. <laughs> and that'll be about it. Da-da-da-da-da-da. To be continued. <laughs> da da da, da. Uh, We'll have Speedwagon maybe narrate what the hell's going on. We'll have... Yeah, just a whole bunch of like things that close up everything. Yeah, yeah. That'll happen in the last five Tie everything minutes. up into a neat little package. Yeah, but it'll, it won't take very long. Won't be that eventful. It won't be like part one where it was like, yeah, so we're on this ship. And then suddenly Dio... Oh, no, it's not be, over. Yeah, it'll just be... And then that was it. Now we wait. <laughs> okay. I guess that brings us to the end of our show. We're having some on and off technical difficulties today, so we're going to skip the um, listener correspondence segments just in case anything goes wrong. We're scared. Let's put it that way. <laughs> our theme music was Hot Mustard by S. Strong. Uh, if you want to correspond with us, you can uh, reach us at jojospodcast at gmail.com and uh, jojospodcast on Twitter. And I guess that's about it really, isn't it? One episode left of this part. I'm scared. I'm scared about what's going to happen. And it's going to be part three, Stardust Crusaders for the foreseeable future. <laughs> for literally as long as I'm alive, it will just be Stardust Crusaders. I'm pretty Crusaders. sure it'll be twice as many episodes as we will have done by that point. Oh my god! Yep. Okay, great. Sounds good. I better like these characters. Ideally. Okay, uh, until next time. To, to be, be continued. Brown, I think is his name, who does awesome videos about like game design stuff. And he did one on Hitman, how he was like, yeah, look, at first it seems a bit dumb, but then you realise that the game's meant to be replayed over and over again. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like about it. Yeah, so he was basically saying that um, Hitman's meant to be like this super assassin who sees every situation as like a possibility or like mm. an opportunity and eventually you get that by yeah. having just done it over and over yeah. and over again exactly like i saw in the video i watched that convinced me to give it a go they were they, they were telling their target mm. and he went out to have a conversation in the garden mm-hmm. now if you had known he was going to go there you could have gone to like the other side of the map 
and gotten a screwdriver and on the way out to this spot where he's talking in the garden he steps into this puddle mm. and if you knew he was going to step into that puddle you could take the screwdriver to the exposed electrical wiring yeah. there yeah. and fray it have you seen um the what was it it was like the human pile or something no so there's one bit in this mansion one where outside there's that exact situation of a puddle the thing is the puddle is quite large yep so you expose oh, the wiring so more than one person steps into it oh dude just wait <laughs> so like what happens is the game will okay so like one person walks into it you expose you turn on this generator the wires are exposed boom person dies mm-hmm. someone will notice and be like whoa what the hell's going on over there go check it out Dude walks up to the dead body, and then you turn it on again, boom, <laughs> dead. It's like, oh no. So there comes a point where so many people are on this puddle that it becomes inefficient to have so many bodies there. So what you do is you set up a dead body right in the middle, because if it's on the edge, they won't step into the puddle. Yeah. So then everyone goes for that middle body, and you just keep doing it again and again. So the guys from Rooster Teeth nailed about, I think it was like 51 bodies or Jesus. something. Jesus. And, like, they just kept That's doing patience, it. That's patience, yeah. The game basically froze before they could get more people on it. So they were like, oh, guess that's it. That's all we can do. In the, uh, in the video I watched, in that one uh, le- level with, like, the fashion show, hmm. when the guy comes down the stairs at the start and he's in the spotlight to make his big announcement, yeah. the guy playing just in the crowd just pulled out his silence pistol and shot him <laughs> and was obviously immediately shot by everyone. But he was like, I just had to do it. Yeah, pretty much. There's one way you can kill him where... um. You go upstairs and there's a giant like chandelier kind of display thing where mm-hmm. all the lights are hanging from, like all the scaffolding. So you're just like, hmm, why don't we just drop it? Yeah. So you just loosen one of the screws and it just drops. And I was like, that seems unlikely to happen, but okay. I mean, I don't know much about the mechanics of load bearing. <laughs> yeah, true. 